0: g'day folks welcome to pause and listen a podcast series brought to you by big dog pet foods the leading pet nutrition provider in australia with over 20 years of experience in the pet industry we provide educational resources for pet parents and are proud of being transparent in everything we do the podcast series is hosted by me johnny manning and we bring you interviews and deep dives into pet nutrition pet care training and regular Ask a pet segments. So thanks for tuning in. Now get your tails wagging and we'll get yapping. This is the forum. This is it. So we're here to talk to pet owners, pet, pet parents, lovers of all creatures big and small, because this is Pause. and Listen, a Big Dog Pet Foods podcast and a place for you to come to find out all manner of pet-related information. And today we have the wonderful the one the only the petastic ariane sackville ariane good morning it's still morning where we are and it's afternoon where you are but thanks so much for taking the time to have a chat to us today
1: my pleasure good morning good afternoon to
0: you and you are the founder of bell and bone
1: yes founder and owner
0: founder well abs- well i'm hoping you're still the owner as, as being the founder as well and i know you are so Obviously, this is a pet-related podcast, so why don't you start off by telling me a little bit about Bell & Bone?
1: So, Bell & Bone is, put it short, Bell & Bone is all about health and wellness and love and community and responsibility and doing things right and making a change to our pet's lives from a practical perspective our bread and butter is our dental range. It is one of a kind, nothing like it. It is healthy. It is natural. It's got science in it. And most importantly, it is something that I 100% back and approve for the health of my dog, for his dental care. And it's not just my beliefs, it's who I work with and what I've created, the experts that have put their mind and thoughts and expertise into this product range, and that's what we're all about, the real deal for our pets.
0: That sounds amazing and and you know brilliant sales pitch. I'm on board already. Um I'm glad that you, you said your focus is uh, dental health of uh, of animals and and specifically dogs because that's what we want to talk to you about today is dental health. Now, I know with me, I, I feel as though I'm a good dog parent. You know, I, I'm very attentive to my dog and, and if he's a little bit off colour, I take action. I'm always checking his body for ticks and uh, you'll learn to know that I'm always checking out his stools as well. I'll admit to that. I'm always keep being very, very attentive towards what's coming out of his derriere. For some reason, I don't think I'm Robinson Crusoe here. I think the dental health for dogs, for me, it sometimes isn't as high on the list of priorities as it should be. Now, is that widespread amongst dog owners?
1: That is as absolutely as common as you're describing it. And it shows in the statistics, 80% of dogs have dental disease. 80%? So, yes, line up five dogs, four of them have got dental disease. And that statistic is really real and it's way too high and it is my absolute driving motivation with what I'm doing. So you've hit it pretty much nail on the head where dental health for our dogs commonly is quite reactionary. So my dog's breath stinks or I went to the vet and the vet told me he's got a dental problem or He's got stains on his teeth. What does this mean? And when we get to that point, the problem's already there. So if you think about your teeth and if you had disgusting smelling breath and stains and all sorts of things and the dentist was like, your mouth is rancid, you've got a much bigger problem on your hands than if you were preventing the problem and taking care of your mouth in the first place. So the bacteria is built up, the plaque's there, the tartar's is there, you're on your way to gingivitis and everything else that comes with it. As a person in my position, I'm not just selling a dental stick for dental stick's sake. I'm selling a solution for better teeth, for better gum health, for better overall health because the longer you leave a dental problem, the bigger the whole problem gets entirely. So owner compliance to dental health is a massive, massive problem and I guess it's about education, about the importance of keeping it up, but recognising that you've got to do something early about it, not when the problem has arised. But the other thing is about getting the right product into the hands of owners. Dental is a really popular topic right now because there's a problem and there's a solution and so it's a really easy thing to sell does your dog's breath stink here's a dental stick right the solution and the problem is obvious so it's a marketer's dream but the problem with that is that in a highly unregulated industry everybody sells dental sticks now and the losers are our dogs what I'm trying to do is use natural good products for mechanical Mm -hmm. abrasion mixed with industry expertise And we put active ingredients inside our products that are known to prevent and reduce plaque and tartar when given daily. And this is the chemical effect that we have in our dental sticks that stands out and makes our product different from any other on the shelf. All
0: right. I'll delve into the the products in a minute. I want to dial it back a little bit because you said something really interested me. You said, if your dog's got bad breath. Now, there is a term that is colloquially used saying... That person has dog breath. So, aren't dogs supposed to have bad breath? No. They're not. Okay, explain. Like, um, if a majority of dog food that people eat, no matter what you're feeding, doesn't smell terribly nice. So, what should our dog's breath smell like?
1: It shouldn't have a terrible smell. Everyone's breath okay. has a smell, but it's that rancid smell, that dog breath smell that you can imagine. That's a problem if you think about it logically, and this is the thing that I really hope owners can understand. If you think about bacteria logically, if you think about brushing your teeth logically, if you think about bad breath logically, if you don't do something for it, you're going to have a problem. So, you think about something hard and chewy, right? A dental stick without active ingredients, as an example, and You know, people might call a dehydrated bone that or an antler that or something like that. That would be a definition of a dental stick without active ingredients, as an example. Just by chewing on something hard repetitively, you will make some sort of difference to your mouth, right? Think about it logically. But without something chemical, without science that we're so privileged to be able to include into our products, we're missing out on an opportunity to do the best job for our pets. If we're going to talk honestly about teeth, the best thing we can do is brush our dog's teeth every single day. But really? I would get Yeah. Every single day. Every day. Think about it logically. If you brush your teeth every single day, are you going to have a better chance at good teeth or a worse chance okay. at good teeth?
0: What about, um, just playing devil's advocate here, what about a, uh, a wolf out in the wild? What's what's the what's the state of their teeth? That they, they don't have the opportunity to have the the wonderful bell and bone chews. They don't have uh, an idiot like me holding them down scrubbing their teeth every day. What what the, a wild animal! What's what's the state of their teeth like?
1: Look, it's always different, and it would yeah. be different person to person, animal to animal. You know, smaller <laughs> dogs um, often have worse teeth than larger dogs, as an example. So it's all varying, and. The more natural the diet, the better, typically. Yeah, makes sense. If you think about it like kibble companies as an example, with you know how unregulated this industry is, kibble companies will tell shoppers that by giving your dog kibble, you're doing good things for their teeth. But sorry to be the myth buster, it's actually not true. You
0: don't need to apologize. We're we're all about <laughs> busting myths on this podcast. So I appreciate <laughs> it.
1: That's okay um typically kibble is full of a whole bunch of grains and you know cereals or whatever it is that makes up the binding component of the product and typically they're ingredients that are not the best for a dog's teeth and in the wild a dog wouldn't have access to cereal-based product or something of the like so they're avoiding those problems there but we domesticate our dogs so they are exposed to leftovers they are exposed to kibble they are exposed to cooked food where you know a lot of the nutrients have come out and that includes dehydrated product or lightly cooked or whatever it might be and because they're exposed to all of these different things it's really important that we compensate with great science and that is the active ingredients that we put into our product. You know, that's the active ingredients that you'd find in a toothpaste. It's humanised. It's logical. Yeah. Think about what we do for our own teeth. And that's why we feel comfortable that going out in public, we're not going to stink out of room, right?
0: I've got a mint in my bag yeah. that I need to go and get now because you've just made me so paranoid talking about, about bad breath. Like I feel like I'm, <laughs> I'm going to have to talk like this because – You've made me super paranoid. About it. I don't know if I'm going to be able to think of anything straight. What oh. I wanted to say is that it's, it's funny. The more I talk to people like you and people like Chris Essex, the more I think the worst thing for dogs is people.
1: Oh, well, you know.
0: I think we, we, with, with, once again with people like you and Chris out there in the world, we're educating and, and, and I'm being educated myself as to how better serve my animal to, to, their, to what they actually need, not what I think they need.
1: So that's the problem. It's it's an yeah. industry-wide problem. So if you're selling a product to a human, like, you know, a consumable product to a human, the regulations that you have to follow, otherwise you'll yeah. get a serious fine. However, because the human is not consuming it, it's an animal that's consuming it, it's governed by a different body, and that needs a good kick up the arse because you can say and do that yeah seriously it will be me one day kicking them no that it's it's highly unregulated and I think that's the problem and it's not the fault of the dog owner you know there's a lot of mis-messaging out there in the market and I feel bad that these big companies have taken advantage of you know they don't they they're not told by law to do good so they choose not to and yeah unfortunately the dogs are the people who suffer and you know what it's also the Dog owners who suffer because, unfortunately, they think they're doing the best thing for their dog, typically, and they're really not. So, you know, it's money in the toilet, it's health bills from the vet that you shouldn't have to pay. It's everything that goes with it.
0: We're breaking new ground here with accusing big companies of doing things for profits rather than for good. This is, this is. Pretty, <laughs> I've, I've, I know that's what they're doing. I know, and I know that that in certain ways they they control the market and they control the messaging as well. My biggest thing with my with my dogs is that I think to myself they don't. If I want to go and eat rubbish food, that's my choice. My dog doesn't have a choice. My dog eats what I give it, so I've got to give it the best possible food and give it the best possible care because it just doesn't have the choices that I have.
1: Well, that's the thing, and what I try to explain to people is that a dog is going to get just as excited about a raw piece of meat as they are a slice of pizza.
0: My, my boy Frank. Very much enjoys a slice of lasagna, I must say, from time to time. But in his defense, I make a banging lasagna. It's so good. So, you know, we can't really blame him for, for liking the lasagna, can we? Does
1: the dog get better meal?
0: <laughs> yeah, he gets best. Yeah. I, I, only, I don't make it that often because it's, you know, if I make that every week for me, I'm going to be 200 kilograms. So oh, I, yeah. I don't. Frank Frank gets fed big dog. Come on, let's, this is... a this is a big dog podcast. That's what that dude's eating. So. <laughs> but he does. If I'm cooking lasagna, if I'm sort of, you know, if I've got that sauce, I slow cook it for like six hours with some pork ribs in it and it just gives it really good flavour. I'm not going to digress too far, but he knows when I'm cooking lasagna. He knows. He
1: sends some over to my house.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Look, let's go back onto what we're here to talk about, which is dental health. I want to know if I, if I look at Frank's teeth, they're they're dog teeth, right? And and I'm not entirely sure what to look for. I can see if there's a bit of discoloration, but I can't see if he's actually any discomfort because you know um, I don't give him the the marrow bones anymore because I used to get give him the marrow bones that were blessed, but I think that C shape of the bone might have been bad on his back teeth and he, my boy's an old boy mm-hmm. so how do i tell if my dog's having dental issues what are the things i'm looking for
1: so when dental issues get bad they will be in discomfort often um but the problem with dogs and also the blessing of dogs is that they're very good at hiding the fact that they're in discomfort so, the problem is that you won't be able to see that typically, that they're suffering in some way. Things that you can look out for is, you know, change in appetite, as an example. That's often a sign mm-hmm. that something could be wrong. It really is as obvious as um, discoloured teeth, as bad breath. And you yeah. don't want to get it to that point. The other thing I also always recommend is go get a checkup at the vet because they'll be um one of the best people to tell you if there's a problem but my best advice is not look out for the problem it's about preventing it and it's about being logical like if you're not taking care of your teeth every day you're going to run into an issue obviously it is the same thing it needs to be not viewed as a treat not viewed viewed as a choice or a chore or something like that it's about logical good health for your dog and it's got such a big impact to the whole health and well-being of who they are and that's why we do it. So,
0: how many how many pet owners are going to brush their dog's teeth every day? Realistically, it
1: is niche. It is niche. So that's yeah, uh, that's exactly right. why I do what I do.
0: So, a dental stick is uh, before dinner, before breakfast, after. When, when do we give them the dental stick?
1: It doesn't matter. Um, okay, is the easy answer. I often recommend. I mean, just because it's a good idea. It's not because it's got any impact on the extra dental care, but if you're leaving the house or something like that where you want to associate a behaviour that you're doing with something positive, so you're leaving the house, you leave them with a dental stick, then they associate you leaving with a positive experience, so there's Mm -hmm. got that extra benefit from a psychological perspective, that could be a really good time to give it, but it doesn't actually matter from a dental perspective what the value of the dental stick is, is our active ingredient. So they prevent and reduce plaque and tartar. And it's having that daily activity that will continue to prevent and reduce it into the future. And that's what we're going for here.
0: We spoke to Lara Shannon a couple of weeks ago about, you know, that positive behaviour when, you know, if you've got a, an animal that has a bit of anxiety, leaving the house, having that, that positive treat then that just doubles up as it's uh, dental treatment for the day as well. It's a pretty, pretty much a win-win. Exactly
1: right.
0: What are the best, so the dental stick is there for, as you said, prevention and, and treatment as well, or, or mainly prevention?
1: Um, both. So it's prevention and okay.
0: reduction. What about in their, their, their diet? I mean, I said before, I, I, I feed big dog, but what kind of foods are good for an animal's dental health? Specific. I'm not saying branded foods. I'm meaning specific items. You know, is it uh, is it uh, a bone's good? Uh, is crushed bone good? I mean, that's got calcium in it. Is it? Um, I don't know. Is it? Is it fish? Is it chicken? Is it turmeric? Is it some sort of additive in there? What, what, what are we What are we looking at? What sort of foods do we want to include in their diet to make sure we're hitting optimum dental health?
1: Obviously, bones are fantastic. From a mechanical perspective so getting that abrasion going um is really great but on the other hand be very careful when giving a bone they can contribute to um you know chipped teeth and cracked teeth and all that sort of thing so obviously with caution um
0: what sort of bones raw so you go to the butcher and you you can get the big marrow bone right like that is that good or do you get the smaller brisket bones or what what and they're raw bones. We don't cook them, do we?
1: No, we don't cook them. So like my dog, Louie, will um, be sick from a marrow bone. So I steer clear of them. I'm very lean on anything I give him and I, he loves bones, but it has to be lean. But, um, right. you know, there's chicken necks, there's all that sort of stuff. And it's all really great. Chicken necks are softer and, you know, maybe better for teeth as well. Yep. No chipping yep. and stuff like that. But from a natural ingredient perspective, so um, Bell & Bone Dental Sticks actually use natural superfoods that have got oral care benefits inside. So for example, our lamb, mint and manuka honey. Manuka honey is a great antibacterial. Any infections in your mouth, it's um, fantastic for that as well. Our chicken, mint and seaweed, Seaweed has got natural properties that help reduce plaque and tartar um, and it's amazing oral care superfood. So it's quite fascinating. We've got um, activated charcoal in our salmon flavor. And I'm not sure if you've seen, you know, on Instagram and stuff, those girls brushing their teeth with charcoal toothpaste and stuff like that and sort yeah. of white and everything. So It works? Yeah.
0: So I've had my thumb hover- hovering over the, the learn more button and whether the, whether to punch my credit card details to get this charcoal stuff. Should I, should I do it? Yeah, go for it. Give it a try.
1: But there it's also cool. really great for gut health. So it yeah. helps um, kill bad bacteria in the gut. And we all know how mm-hmm. impactful keeping your gut health is intact for the rest of your body's health and well-being. So having a good gut also will impact okay. your dental health and charcoal promotes better gut health My
0: mother used to threaten that she was going to feed me charcoal as a kid you know she would she would sit there and shake my fist and say, if you don't stop doing that i'm going to feed you charcoal oh, well,
1: it's
0: better than soap. <laughs> yeah. yeah okay so but you, that your 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 salmon sticks contain that activated charcoal yeah yeah fantastic so what 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 t- tell me about the range of 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 you know your your dental sticks what are we what are we talking about here so we've got Five different flavors, which
1: are all meat-first ingredient. Everything's made in Melbourne. We have got all different superfoods, as I mentioned, that um, promote better oral care. We are grain-free, filler-free, garbage-free, active ingredients, as I suggested. Each bag's got seven sticks in a bag, one for each day of the week. So I tried to make it as simple as possible for people. So if you're not picking up a new bag every Monday, it means you've missed a day. And you need to um, get back <laughs> on track.
0: And we've got small,
1: thing. medium, and large. So it's specific okay. to every single size. Yeah. But besides yeah. that, I'll tell you something cool. We are business partners with RSPCA Victoria. And for okay. every bag bought, we donate 10 cents directly to their shelter.
0: That is awesome. That's an even better reason. Well, not an even better, but even more of a reason to go out and buy Bell & Bone. That, those sort of partnerships to me, are so, I guess, critical, you know, in in this particular industry because, as you said, it is unregulated. There are certain parties that, um, you know, do basically do all this for profit alone. So having those sort of partnerships certainly shows that, you know, your sustainability arm, your social sustainability arm is certainly up and running and, and very active. So that, that's really cool.
1: I think um, any dog owner also can appreciate something like this. I mean, they exist to fight against animal cruelty and, you know, how can you not want to be somewhat contributing to that as somebody who loves their dog? And I mean, giving back to the community is so important to me and I'm so lucky that I've been able to use, my business yeah. as a platform to contribute something, you know, every single day.
0: That's awesome.
1: Yeah. Doing my best. I
0: okay, got Technical question for you, Ariane. I've got this kit at home. I'm not joking. I haven't opened it yet. And I've had it for, I'm not going to tell you how long I've had it for, because that'll make me seem a bad dog parent. It's been a little while, but it's basically a toothbrush kit for my dog, right? Tell me, I mean, My parents taught me how to brush my teeth. Tell me how to brush a dog's teeth. What do I do? How do I just, do I just go and have at it in the same fashion that I'd brush a human or brush my own? Or is there a trick to it? Is there a particular um, technique? What are we doing here?
1: I think the most important thing is to work with your dog and make sure that they feel happy in the process. So Uh. it's not, something that a lot of dogs love, unfortunately.
0: Is it, is it a, t- traditionally a, a rough, a, a rough sort of process for the, for the animal?
1: Not always, but my dog has a bit of anxiety. And the first right. time I came at him with a toothbrush, he was like, what the hell is going on?
0: Coming at him like that with a toothbrush.
1: <laughs> exactly right. Um, for those who are just listening and not viewing, that was a dagger.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Stabbing motion. So, okay. So, so how did you tell me how you, you tackled Louis's anxiety?
1: Day by day. You know, we don't yep. have to do the full thing at once and complimenting yep. it with treats And positive reinforcement behaviour, you know, to bring in, um, you know, rewards with the experience so that Louis can associate it with something positive, not something that's anxiety-provoking is the easiest way to do it. So there's plenty of pet toothbrushes. You can also use a child's toothbrush because they're softer and smaller. And there's also plenty of great brands of pet toothpaste as well that you can get with... um, you know, all natural, great ingredients.
0: Why does it have to be soft? Because I I thought dogs' teeth would be pretty durable. Wouldn't they want a stiffer toothbrush?
1: So, well, it's actually recommended that we use soft toothbrushes as well.
0: Okay. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Once you're in there, is it just this similar sort of motion for for the old doggo?
1: Exactly right. So I think with pets, it's really important just not to overcomplicate things. I think... If you actually sit down and think about things logically, it makes a lot of sense. Like, if so, like, think about as an example, a kibble and it's hard and crunchy, and these companies are telling you that it's good for teeth, right? Let's think about that logically. If I eat something hard and crunchy, even a healthy thing that's hard and crunchy, let's go with an apple. If I eat an apple a day, am I doing enough for my teeth every single day? Like, no, obviously. If I chew on a piece of meat, for two hours every day am I doing enough for my teeth probably not so Mm -hmm. it's just about being logical with every single thing that you're doing for your pet you know understanding them doing a bit of I don't know deep diving into what is the actual best thing for them and don't let smart marketers convince you of something else that doesn't sit right in your gut. Like I think that's the best thing we can do. Obviously, if your dog doesn't like having their teeth brushed, try and turn it into a positive experience. If you can't, yes, it's the gold standard, but it's not, okay, now I'm going to do nothing. Find a brand that suits your dog's needs, whether it's putting something in their water, whether it's a dental stick a day, whether it's giving them a more natural diet than you had previously done. Something like that is better than doing nothing at all. It's just about taking a simplified view of what you can do to keep your dog the best.
0: Yeah, fair enough. This is, as I think you mentioned it before, it's a bit of a niche, I guess, um, subcategory of the pet industry that, that you're, we're talking about here today. How did this become your focus?
1: The reason it became so important to me is because I think the brands and companies in this market in this niche of this market are doing the best job of taking advantage of people and I think the problem they are creating is one of the largest in the market for our pets and I'm trying to be very politically correct here but I just feel like mm. I could make the biggest difference to the health of our pets compared to anything else and I really wanted to do that for them
0: okay so that that's your why is amazing you know that that's a that's a genuine why and it's a it's a noble why as well but how, how did you get to that what's your background like what, what what um what brought you you know even before that I mean did you just one day wake up and go, oh, my God, this is, this particular part of the industry is, you know, um, all over the shop and I can make a difference? Or ha- how, did, how did you come to that realisation?
1: So I've been in this industry, you know, quite a few years now. I started in treats more and moved my yeah. way into dental as I okay. learned more, experienced more. I found yeah. that a lot of companies are doing a great job in treats and there's a lot of competition and it's much easier to be a part of. So I felt like my move to dental was needs-based more than anything where I feel like, and it sounds crazy, but I feel like the industry almost needs Bell & Bone. Like yeah. it's missing something without Bell and & Bone. And I wanted to create you're that.
0: You're Batman. Correct. You're, 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 not, you're not the hero we want. You're the hero we need. Batman (laughs) I love it I I reckon that's this is so this is this is such a cool cool del. the reasoning behind what what you're doing what you're doing is so cool and it's really inspiring as well and I hope people listening to this get inspired as I mean I'm sitting here going well that's just so awesome that you've had the I guess the gumption to say hey I'm gonna make a difference in this area Gonna say it's not as if you're, you're taking on small players either. You're sort of coming in here and sticking a flag in the ground and saying, "Right, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna move forward from here. This is, this is the hill that I'm gonna die on. I love it."
1: That's it. It's, it's a massive play. I'm up against big competitors with a lot of money. Who hopefully I get big enough and they try and shut me down, and we'll face that, that situation when we get there. But um, I know that, I know it's bold, but someone has to be. Like they are not taking care of our pets. They're actually, unfortunately, convincing dog owners to put money in the toilet and it's really hard to watch and I'm really frustrated by that situation and I know that my drive and determination to make a difference will get us there. So just for like full exposure and, you know, just so everyone understands i'm not a pet nutritionist i'm not a scientist i'm not a food manufacturer at all anything however i have made it my mission to work with this country's industry experts making sure that i have got the best manufacturer food food technologists vet scientists pet nutritionists every single important person that should be on my team is on my team i tell them my vision what i wouldn't compromise on ingredients that need to be left out ingredients that must be included how i want it to look what i want it to achieve and i trust this incredible team to go and make that for me so it is a genuine genuine product it's a no bullshit situation it is there to make a difference. It's not just a money grab because dental health is so popular right now. It's it's the real deal and that's what I'm going for.
0: T- tell me um how hard the journey has been. Like I'm sure any any business owner and and anyone who has you know basically built something from the ground up has gone on some kind of journey. Tell tell me what that journey's been like for you. How hard has it been?
1: It's really hard. It is compromise and sacrifice and um, non-stop you know I um, am a one-man band and that's really hard as well you know I have my meetings in my head my strategy sessions in my head it's it's really full-on but on the other hand it is the most enlightening invigorating like exciting experience because I wake up every day and I get to make a difference in this world and I couldn't be prouder of what I'm doing. I mean, besides yeah. that, I also get to go to work with my best friend, Louis, every day and um, <laughs> look at dogs on Instagram all day for a living. So that's kind of cool. <laughs>
0: well, yeah. no, There's the silver linings.
1: Exactly right.
0: T- with, with, with those strategy meetings that you have between all the departments in your head, um, have you ever sort of laid in bed one night having one of these strategy meetings and said, ah, oh, it's just all too much. Have you ever been to a point where you're like, you've been ready to, to kick it in or has there always been that, that drive, you know, just to not nah, not nah, I'm going to keep going. Have you, have you ever come to a, a crossroads? Obviously you are where you are. So you, you, you turned right and not left, but have there ever been those times, dark times?
1: I mean, my purpose and what I want to achieve keeps me going. To be honest, not every day is happy days. Um, yeah. I deal with I deal with hard situations more often than I deal with easy situations. Um, but I think that the longer you're in it and the more experienced you become, the highs stop being as high and the lows stop being as low. It's about the journey yeah. and um, every day as it comes. So I've started to learn more about myself purposely. Um, when I need me time, when I need a break, when I need to shut things down, I do, where I used to not do that anymore. I used to, felt like I used to work 24-7, but I don't do that anymore because it's not the best thing for me or the business or anything else. So it it's a journey and it's kind of cool and it could all blow up in my face at some time, but in the meantime, I'm going to Kick it as hard as I can.
0: Well, oh, I think uh, nothing great has ever been achieved without taking a couple of risks. That's it. That's it. This has been a great chat. I've really enjoyed this i want to I want to close off with some really good information for the listeners. so that you've just you've said earlier that four out of five dogs have dental disease or dental issues, so that that's the stat, right? yeah that's frightening are we turning the dial on that or are we still just basically at at the ground level going we've got so much work to do
1: um both i think that we've got so much work to do and i also think that it's getting better
0: okay so so that we are starting to turn the dial purely through more education through products like bell and bone through um yeah i guess education has got to be the key component right educating the, the, the pet owners out there. Okay, so four and, four and five have uh, poor dental health. Um, tell me the indicators. If, if I'm, you know, if I'm a, a dog and I'm listening to this on, in the car or on the train home, what am I going home to, to look at my dog for and what, what are the indicators I'm looking for?
1: Bad breath is the easy one. Stains on the teeth yep. is the other easy one. Um, yep. Discomfort, change in appetite. If you yep. have got that question, Speak to you
0: vet. Right. So that's what I was going to say. Go to the vet. Um, So number one, and if something, any any action needs to be taken, the vet's going to take that action. So now I'm home with my my animal and I'm going to commit to what realistically, I mean, realistically, you know, if we should, we should be brushing our dog's teeth every day, a couple of times a week. Surely doing it a couple of times a week is better than doing nothing, right? Or doing it never.
1: A couple times a week is really good. Definitely. Like yep. highly recommend. It. If you can commit to once, twice, three times a week, you're a superstar. But on the off yep. days, don't do nothing. Doing nothing is the problem. Like one we'll right. of the problems, but doing nothing is a really big problem. In your off days, find a replacement to brushing, something easier, simple, something that you can commit to and maintain such as a dental stick.
0: Something like a Bell & Bone dental stick.
1: Yes, at bellandbone.com.au.
0: Well, let's let's do that. Let's go down that check. Where, where am I getting Bell & Bone from? What stores? Where where am I going to get it?
1: Well, you can go directly to us at bellandbone.com.au. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you can find us in the likes of Pet Stock, My Pet Warehouse, yep. Best Friends, bunch of vets, a bunch of independent channels, Pet Circle. Yep. Um yep. you can even find us overseas if people listening there, New Zealand, Hong oh, Kong, really? Singapore, South Korea. Oh yes.
0: Fantastic. So bellandbone.com.au. Yes. And what about on the uh on the socials? Where are we, we finding you on on uh, Insta and and Facebook and what what are we what handles are we looking for?
1: At Bell and Bone is the Instagram. And then I think it's yep. something like maybe bell dot and dot bone.au potentially on facebook just good just type it in you'll
0: find us yeah i'm sure it'll come up
1: yes you'll see us everywhere
0: excellent well i'm certainly going to start uh following you because i'm sure you're pretty active on the socials as well with continual tips on how to maintain prevent uh issues and and keep our dog's teeth uh healthy so yeah that is cool yeah
1: so definitely follow um come find us come say hi I'm, um, I'm always around for everybody. So say hi.
0: Now, I'm just going to throw one last thing at you. I've read you've got three tips, three essential tips. What are those?
1: Daily brushing. Yeah. Um, a dental stick or something of the like if you can't brush. Yep. And a healthy diet.
0: Fantastic. I love that.
1: Scrap the kibble, please.
0: Yeah. Fantastic. Ariane, thanks so much. It's been amazing to have you here on Pause and Listen. But uh, look. Ariane, the owner and founder of Bell and Bone, uh, amazing chat about dental health with with our dogs. You've certainly changed my mind. I'm actually going to go out and take action today. So I hope uh, other people will do the same. Bellandbone.com.au. Uh, you can be found on Facebook and on Insta. And uh, look, any other questions? Either goes directly to Ariane at uh, Bellandbone.com.au. You can always come to us at Customer care, BigDogPetFoods.com. And if you're listening out there, make sure to like, subscribe, give a rating to this podcast because, you know, what, Ariane, you were fantastic today. I think you deserve a five-star review. So I'm just going to toss that out there and just say a five-star review, Ariane, from Bell & Bone. What do you reckon? I think you deserve one.
1: 100%. Thank you so seen, much for yeah. having me. I had
0: fun. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it always helps my ego a little bit if there's a five-star review. So. Let's just do that. Yeah, I'm
1: going to go rate it immediately.
0: (laughs) Very good. Hey, thanks so much. Great to chat and uh, let's do this again sometime, huh? Definitely. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. For more information and content, visit the Big Dog Pet Foods website. Please note that the information discussed in these podcasts is general in nature and has been provided in good faith for educational and informational purposes only. The information provided is not, nor is it intended to be, a substitute for professional advice or care. If any of the topics discussed raise questions or concerns for you regarding the health of your pet, we recommend that you consult your veterinarian or trusted pet health provider for an individual assessment and advice. Thanks again. See you next time.